Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health, freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs on the cutting edge, doing interesting things and making an impact. So today's talk is going to be all about the intersection of artificial intelligence, innovation, creativity, and art. And it's a fascinating, uh, I just, I think AI is it's really amazing what AI can do. Um, and so today we have uh, Tiffany Richardson and she's, uh, she's empowering entrepreneurs with AI technology and celebrating that with uh, especially in the female audience and with art. So I'm really excited about this conversation and I'm happy to welcome uh, Tiffany on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, what's interesting is we are connected through Podmatch, which is like an Airbnb of uh, podcasting. And so um, tell us more about how you got started, um, what you do, and it'll be a great conversation. Okay, no problem. Um, as far as art is concerned, I've always been a creative person. Uh, I actually started out in um, music uh, and dance. Um, and my brother was the visual artist of the family. Uh, I never thought that I was that talented with visual arts. I mean, I can barely draw a stick figure. Uh, that's what I tell people all the time. Um, but during the pandemic, I actually really dove into visual arts. Um, before then, like I said, I was uh, into music. I've actually recorded, um, you know, music and things like that. Um, same with the dance, but I never thought I was good at, at art. Um, during the pandemic, um, you know, everything was shut down and we couldn't, you know, go to any of our physicians and uh, therapists and things like that. And so I really found uh, visual art, uh, more specifically painting, to be um, to help with anxiety and mental health overall. Um, and so that's really how I got into art. I, I'm on the other side of my brain. I love business. And wow. so it was very hard for me to keep it as a hobby. Um, and so eventually when things started to open back up, I continued going to uh, markets and trade shows and things like that. And I found this niche group of people that absolutely loved, um, loved my work. Now, when Dolly came out and all of that stuff, it just took off from there. Um, so that's essentially how I got started in the art, art environment. So, yeah, I know for a lot of the audience out there, they're not familiar with this, uh, the Dolly and chat GPT. Tell us kind of 
what it is. All right. So um, you have for artistic purposes, you have Dolly, uh, Dolly 2, um, Mid Journey. Um, there's a couple of more that I use. I don't the, the names are escaping me, but um, that is for generating artwork. Now, um, there is this grand debate in the artistic community um, of whether this is actual art or if this is um, an infringement on other artists' work um, or, you know, this is not the artist or the, um, act, the actual person creating this. This is a machine. And so that's an ongoing debate. But that is what uh, Dolly 2, programs like Dolly 2 and Mid Journey are used for. You input words or which are called a prompt um, and it spits out a, an image, usually in a pack of four. Um, and then chat GPT uh, programs like Jasper.ai, um, which uh, are the two programs I use with my, um, with my clients as a consultant and coach. Those are more for copywriting. Um, and so if you need to create uh, social media captions, marketing plans, essays, books. I've helped people write books along with myself. I've written books. Um, so that's more for copywriting. So ChatGPT and Jasper, copywriting. Dolly 2, Midjourney is generative art. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting because like, it's like from text, you can like vote, you can put it and then it creates something. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because you talk about this um, this idea of copyright and um, which is like I said, AI is just getting started. And um, mm -hmm. I just got back from the Salvador Dali Museum, and they're using like this Dali um, the program to create art. And it's really you're combining. It's like it's like combining human creativity with machine learning, and then it's putting it together. Exactly. And, so, I mean, is it really copyrighted? It's kind of like, you know, you know, the, there's a quote that's like, you know, great artists steal, but, um, you know, you're just like yeah. putting things together. The, uh, yeah. So, so now we know we talked about that. So we talk about, um, so you, you talk about, you know, leveraging AI technology for small business growth, um, insights from a digital entrepreneur. Can you share some of those insights that you, that you learned? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when I was in the Navy, uh, it's, I was always told work uh, smarter, not harder. And so I apply the same logic to entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, obviously, before I started using uh, programs like ChatGPT and Jasper.ai with my clients, I was using it you know, myself as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, and I realized that when you use these programs, you know, a lot of people say it's cheating and it's this and that. Um, but my husband says, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So I've learned that programs like this can cut down costs in your as an entrepreneur. Um, more so as an example, you know, if you have a social media person, an expert or a director or what have you, um, and you're paying them by the hour, why not teach them how to use this program to generate 30 days, 90 days, 365 days worth of captions for your social media? Now you've cut down that person's time by however much, and now you're paying less, you're spending less as an entrepreneur. Same thing as if you're an author or um, if you're a blog writer, you are, everyone's time is worth money, right? Time is money. And so why spend, um, and I'm by no means saying that these programs are a substitute for the an entire book or an entire blog, um, 
but why not use these to generate outlines um, or, you know what I mean? Or what I call the meat potatoes of a blog or a book that cuts down drastically the amount of time that you need to create this content, um, thereby saving you money in the long run and time in the long run. Yeah. And, you know, what's fascinating is like working with this, like, you know, normally it would take me like an hour to write something or you have to you have to come up with the idea and then you have to write it. Right. But then with these um, programs, it can shave like one hour down to five minutes and 10 minutes. And then um, now all you have to do is like combine things and, you know, maybe edit here and there. And it's like, exactly. It's like, yeah. It's almost like it's 10 X, you know, my creative output. So, yeah, uh, I actually did a presentation recently and um, for the Verizon uh, small business uh, digital readiness program. And, um, I told the audience, I said, uh, I gave a chart, a graphic, and I said, this is, I listed, you know, blog creation, marketing plan, and all of this stuff. And I said, it on average would take you about 101 hours a month to generate all of this content. Uh Why not use AI to shave that down? I think I shaved it down to like eight to 12 hours or something like that. Um, If you're a beginner, why not shave down all of that time so that you can then move your efforts to something that's more important? So it yeah. really can, like you said, you know, 10x or more, um, you know, the amount of value that you're putting into your business. Yeah. Um, you know what is this is talk about like innovations in art and um, exploring the use of AI um, in mixed media. So I at first was extremely afraid to tell anyone that I was using AI software um, in my art because <laughs> I was just like. I was like, don't come for me, art community. Like, (laughs) I'm just trying to be creative. And I've never been one to stick to one thing. I'm always like trying to figure out like how to mix things. And so I started to think, I was like, all right, so what can I do with this? I already know how to paint. I already know I'm a crafter also. So I have cricket machines. And look, (laughs) if you went into my shop, you just go crazy. Um, If you were analyzing costs and expenses. I was like, oh, well, I can use this as a base, a foundation of sorts. I don't really have a passion to draw or to sketch. My brother does, but I don't. I like throwing paint on things. I like to be colorful. Um, And so that's something that I identified that I'm not good at. And so I thought, well, why not use AI, the things that I generate with actually lines of poetry that I've written why not generate that as a foundation, get that printed and then work on top of that? You know what I mean? And so I have a collection coming out this year called Serene Queens, where the bottom layer, the foundation of the pieces are AI generated artwork based off of, like you said earlier, what I come up with as a human. Um, And then from there, I layer on acrylic paint, crushed glass, um, fabric, fake hair, if it, depending on the piece, all sorts of different things to make this really unique piece of art that is completely different from someone else's. Yeah. And it's amazing because, um, cause I know, cause I'm talking to a lot of like editors and blog writers and mm-hmm. before you had to like search keywords, you had to hashtag and you had to optimize SEO, but now you just go to, um, chat GPT and you just say, write me a SEO optimized version and it'll plug in it in because it knows the algorithms and you just like your right. blog post is optimized you know you don't have to it's, it's and um it, like it said it's so the opportunities um are endless you mentioned that uh you know you use jasper 
AI um, for your clients, and you know you have a you actually have a business. Um, so how do you um, we how do you uh, you share your vision for Artisanpreneur Consulting? That's your company, and how you plan to use AI copywriting tools to help entrepreneurs and small businesses improve their operation? Yeah, no problem. Um, so a lot of early stage entrepreneurs they don't know everything. I mean, no one knows everything, but they don't. They really don't know the nitty gritty of operating a business yet. That comes with time, right? Um, but why not? Why make it so hard for them? Um, you know what I mean? Um, the the way that I use AI in my consulting and my coaching is I teach entrepreneurs how to leverage this technology in order, uh, like I said before, in order to, you know, get these mundane things out of the way so that they can really focus on the, the crux of the business. Um, and so, you know, for instance, I use uh, AI to help entrepreneurs develop their business model canvas. I use uh, uh, the Lean um, Startup Canvas, and we go through target market uh, discovery and revenue uh, streams and expenses, uh, expense analysis, all of that stuff. UVP, unique value proposition, but we use AI to do all of this because it shouldn't take you 8, 12, 24, 36 hours to develop a, uh, or longer actually, to develop a business model canvas so that you understand how your business operates. Let's use AI as a, um, as a starting point, as a brainstorming tool so we can get this thing done and get you out into the market uh, in the real world to validate all of this stuff. Um, and that's really how um, I want people, that's the vision I have for my company, is to shorten the amount of time of planning and beating your head against the wall as an entrepreneur and get you from inside of the, um, from, from the drawing board outside into the world where you can actually start making money and interacting with your target market. So that's the vision that I have for my business. Yeah. Can you talk about your experience as a serial entrepreneur and technology consultant and how you've been able to leverage community partnerships in your business ventures? Yeah. Um, so as an artist, like I said, that started um, that started a long time ago, but it really kicked off during the pandemic. And like I said, I had gone from uh, one of my first artistic businesses was actually skincare. Um, and I made body butter, bath bombs, soap, all types of stuff. And my unique value proposition was I have all different types of scents. I have, I've had beef jerky. I've had cheesecake. I've had fresh cut grass. I had French fries, bread, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but whenever the pandemic hit, I was unable to sell online because that, that's just something I neglected to learn. Mm. Um, and so that was my first business. I moved on to face masks during the pandemic. And that was a crash course in scaling. Um, I went from literally zero sales to almost 6,000 sales in wow. 30 days. Wow. I know that that sounds like a, a gimmick of sort, but I literally, it, it surprised me. Um, I was like, who is this person? Um, I literally had, I tell people, a sweatshop for face masks in my, in my dining room. <laughs> I was able to buy, like, I scaled from one sewing machine to three and all sorts of fabric. So month of April during 2020 was a crash course in scaling. And then I, I went on to visual arts. Um, as, as far as business is concerned, consulting and coaching, um, I've been a consultant and a coach for a long time, but I never put that label on it. Um, and so I've always wanted to help people and things like that. And one thing that I learned as I kind of moved into the official role of a consultant was 
you see a lot of things online on Facebook, social media that says, join my group or buy my program. It's $5,000. I can teach you how to scale and get a thousand clients in 24 hours. Um, but what I've learned is leverage, start small, right? We don't have to like, yes, think big, but start small. You don't have to sit there again and bang your head, bang your, your head on the wall trying to figure out what course should I take? What, where can I pay $10,000 for this person to help me make, you know, whatever. Start with the people in your community. I was able to leverage partnerships with the university that I graduated from, Norfolk State University here in Norfolk, Virginia, the Black Chamber of Commerce, and the uh, SBDC, which is the Small Business Development Center here in Hampton Roads, to where the, a small percentage of my clients come from me actually marketing. I allow these organizations to send me clients and I get paid for it. None of this is volunteer. Um, I get paid for it. Um, and so literally, I'd say one, maybe two out of every 10 clients I have, I've personally um, you know, brought on. Um, so that's what I mean by leverage your community, leverage community partnerships. You, you don't have to do everything yourself. I, I love talking to entrepreneurs, especially on the forefront, the cutting edge of technology. Um, if people wanted to follow you, uh, reach out to you, how would they do that? Um, I have a very unhealthy relationship with Instagram. I'm on there way too much. So <laughs> you can message me on Instagram, um, artisanpreneur. And also you can email me, tiffany at artisan-preneur.com. Uh, and preneur is spelled just like the end of entrepreneur. <laughs> a lot of people are like, what? Yeah. So uh, Instagram, you can message me. Um, also, uh, you can email me, tiffany at artisan-preneur.com. And uh, for all the listeners out there, um, let's thank Tiffany for a wonderful conversation, really insightful. Uh, be sure to follow her out. She's on, like I said, on all the major social media channels. She's also on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, and be sure to follow her website and reach out to her. So with that, thanks so much for coming onto the show. And it's a great um, talk about the intersection of AI, creativity, and content is going to really open up so many amazing opportunities. So thanks so much. And thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. Bye. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next.